0: Positive Feedback
1: Loop. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Positive Feedback Loop, the podcast where we find the wonder in just about everything and have wonderful disagreements about them. So today I'm here with my host, Ray and Stephanie. Hey there, gang.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: And we're going to talk about, hey, actually... Stephanie, do you know the secret to fighting aging? Just the one way we've actually discovered that really slows down aging.
0: Well, I, I learned it from Ray. He says, if you lengthen your
1: telomeres, you'll live longer. Mm, you know what? That's something we're working on, but it hasn't <laughs> quite come out yet. It's not on the market. You know what the real answer is? What's the real answer? Being born in the end of February. <laughs> the only way... <laughs> And that's what we're talking about here today, listeners. We're going to be talking about leap years and how we talk about time and think about it. So uh, none of us are born on a leap year, I believe. Nope. I mean, on a, sorry, on a day when a leap year would affect us. Why do we have leap years?
2: That's a good question. And the reason is to make up for lost time over the, the year itself. So you know how we say we have 365 days in a year. If you consider the amount of time the the world goes around the sun, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually 365.2425 times.
1: That's right. I think uh, it's six additional hours. We get at six additional hours in yeah. the year that are not accounted for, and uh, mm-hmm. they build up over time. So. Mm-hmm. What did we? What did people come up with back in the day to fix it? Just out a day every four yeah, years. Day. That'll figure it. out. That'll fix it. And it
2: more or less does. It evens out the exactly. It's it's a pretty good system if you think about it.
1: So does this mean that uh, you know? And I know we we said it as a joke before, but do people who are born uh, at the end of February do they uh, end up living much longer? Is that, is that definitely? <laughs>
2: So I think we all agree that's not true, but what what I found (laughs) interesting is that, you know how we consider every four years to be a leap year, except for the years that are exactly divisible by 100. Apparently these centurial years are leap years if they are exactly divisible by 400 though, which is interesting.
0: So have we adjusted our calendars based on that? Or are you saying uh, so just... The
1: smart, people in the, world, the smart people in the world that produce calendars, for the most part, make any adjustments. But we haven't hit that. In a, I, don't, I don't think we're hmm. due to hit that in a while. When yeah. is the next time that we're going to be having um, a full 100 that is also divisible by 400? Well,
2: the years it, when it had 1700, 1800, 1900. I mean,
1: the year 2000 would have technically been one if that yeah.
2: was the case. The year 2000 right. was a leap year, but the year 2100 is not. It has to be divisible by both 400 and... Yeah, so
1: literally 2,000 was uh, the last time that happened.
0: Right, so it would be Mm -hmm. 2,400 would be the next
1: then. Hopefully most of our listeners, except for, uh, I guess now we... Huh, I guess technically we could have listeners that were born after that. Right. I doubt it, but it's possible. If you're you're a post-2,000 listener, give us a shout-out. You can find us on social media everywhere.
2: We'd really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> I was looking into uh, other calendars, like what calendars are more perfect than the Gregorian calendar, like in terms of how they treat a leap year. <laughs> and I, so the Gregorian calendar is the calendar we currently use. And every four years you have a leap year and it kind of makes up for it, right? But we still lose one day I, or we get one day off like, off track every more than 3,000 years. So, you know, it's not that much, but it's still not perfect. And so I was looking for what's the most perfect calendar. And apparently, according to one source, it was the Persian calendar where the leap year is not a set rule. Like, so we have a set rule of every four years, it's, it's we get a leap
1: yeah, day. Yeah, but it's right? more loosey-goosey.
0: But it is more loosey-goosey. And they do it based on observational data of equinoxes, so basically they count the number of days between two vernal equinoxes and that determines whether or not they have a leap day.
1: Can, can you imagine the people who do the math for this, uh, if one day they're just, they want to do a pra- play a practical joke in the world, and they yeah. just decide, ah, uh, it's not actually happening this year, we're fine. <laughs> hmm. But then I what's the outcome really of the anything. practical
0: joke? They're really applying I, a practical yeah, joke. Really lo- no one
1: would notice.
0: Yeah, it's like people three thousand years from now will now will be affected, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. So mm. that is interesting. And that, that kind of brings me to the idea of why do we have the Gregorian calendar? I mean the uh, ultimately, just, Yeah, I mean the idea of the calendar being centered, year zero being centered on a religious figure's birth. For a specific uh, religion.
2: Well, religion was everything back in that time. I mean, for many places in the world, it still is everything. But, you know, I could see why it was what the whole civilization was well, yeah. at I the mean, time. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: calendars have, saying- always have, have always been a way to also make a statement, right? I mean, Julius Caesar... I mean, the Julian calendar was created by the Romans largely uh, to give themselves props by putting their names on front of like the the months, right? Or to honor other people. the the During the French Revolution, calendars got uh, changed um, to be more uh, representing of the values of the revolution. Uh, so you know, it it's possible that in the modern world we could say, uh, okay, we have been centering our calendar on this particular year zero, why couldn't we use a different year zero?
2: I don't know. It's a good question.
0: Well, part of it is just keeping everybody in sync. Like, as long as we all agree, then, you know, the reason is somewhat secondary. There will be people who believe in the reason, like Christ's birth, and there will be people who don't believe in that reason. And we can use one or another, but the point is that, we really all need to agree otherwise we're all counting time differently and you could say oh you know you get into a court of law and you say well when did so-and-so steal your car and you're like the year 2018 and they're like thinking it's 2018 in their era when really it's 2024 you know who knows so <laughs> it's important to agree it's important to have standard units of measurement why do we have the metric system and, you know, and white, well, and then you have American, well, America. but, but they, <laughs> but they also have a standard conversion rate for that. So it's still standard, yeah. right? So everyone agrees. If you say, uh, you know, please give me a foot long subway sandwich that, you know, what you'll get.
1: <laughs> no, I, and this is, this is fascinating in the sense that Agreement is at the foundation of, of all the things, all the codes of society, right? And that's one of the things that we want to make sure everyone's kind of on board with what we're doing. The question is, as we move forwards, people may not be as keen to stick to a particular calendar.
0: If it doesn't
2: Do serve their purpose,
1: if, if it reflects values different from their own. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I feel like we've incorporated the Gregorian calendar into all of our machines now so it would be more difficult or easier what would you say to change
1: not much it depends what you change it with mm. i would say so for example the reason i got thinking about this after we kind of brought up the converse, the topic for this conversation i watched a video not too long ago By a YouTube channel that does interesting educational content called Kurzgesagt. Shout out to them. They are fantastic. Everyone should watch their stuff. And they have a video on the human era calendar, which is literally our calendar with just a one stuck in front of it. So basically, instead of uh, this this being the year 2020, dating ourselves now, um, it would be the year 12,020.
0: And why is Mm. that to explain to those who are listening?
1: The idea is that that would be the beginning of the first. That's about how long ago the beginning of the first like major human constructions, the beginning of the major human settlements and development, agriculture, and the it's the beginning of the human era, rather. Right? It's demarcating kind of that line. Um, the same way, it's it's also called the Holocene era calendar. Uh, kind of looking back to the beginning of the of that period that oversees most of modern human history. Um, not counting for. I mean, humans were around for a long time before that. But, and the idea is, it's it'd be really easy to adopt into people's lives, right? All you gotta do is just add a one in front of all the calendars.
0: So it would be okay. Ray is asking, would it be difficult to change? And you're saying, well, in this case, it would still be. It would still be easy for us to at least understand when we look at it. We'd ha- wouldn't have to do math. Yeah. I mean, and math is machines great. Machines would but also we not have, have to calculate. do much more
1: math. They wouldn't really have to calculate much because it would just be. Well,
0: yeah, for machines, it's just it's a it's a conversion. It doesn't matter. I mean, for machines, it doesn't matter. They don't even how have to convert it. Honestly, is. yeah, it
1: would just be for display. You just add a add a thousand to you whatever could you're displaying. just the
0: UI of everything. Yeah. or Something. I think for humans, and the you know when you the more complicated the arithmetic they have to do, the harder it. It's like asking a typical American to do to say something in military time. Like most people yeah. who haven't been in the military or don't work in an industry where military time is used, like, you know, fly, being a pilot or something, then it's hard to do the math if pretty I mean not that it's hard math, but they have yeah. to do the math. Whereas if you add a 1 in front of a date, I would still see, you know, 12020 instead of 2020 and Yeah immediately know what year it is without having to do some arithmetic. So I can see it being easy to convert culturally to a date like that without too much trouble, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think there would need to be significant changes to any of our systems to really adopt a calendar that is that simple, at least compared to some of the more complex ways you could go about it.
0: Well, right, I mean, if you change to like an eight day week, then you're really <laughs> throwing yeah. things or, off. Or is... you just,
1: or choosing any other arbitrary point in history. Say, yeah. the beginning of Rome, right? You, you choose, yeah. like, the year neg- negative, whatever right now would be, like, 500-something uh, BCE, <laughs> you know?
0: So that okay. brings a question cool. up for me, for you both. If... We didn't have the Gregorian calendar, and you could choose some other calendar, not to switch to the calendar, but if you wished we just followed a certain type of calendar all along and it wasn't Gregorian, what would it be?
2: The Mayan calendar. Why? Because then, you know, I'd be more confident in the world ending in 2012. You know, I just didn't have that confidence going to 2012, so the world did not end. <laughs> Well, wait, that's wait, not wait, the let me calendar check.
1: system. That's more just their prediction of the end of the world. I, I can confirm. The world did not end in 2012. <laughs> that's true. We could be just mirages. <laughs>
2: 2012 was a spectacular year, yeah.
1: How about you, But Luis? I mean, how, how, that's actually that actually brings up an interesting point, right? How does the way you think about time change how you think about your life? When you yeah. see time as cyclical, how does that how does that affect how you plan?
2: I mean, we all plan by days, and we use days as a really good marker for planning, and then mm-hmm. we have these things called weeks. Well, weeks are completely arbitrary in a way, right? I mean, I, I completely understand the day you have the the sun rising and falling, but well, in it's know, not arbitrary. Weeks. I
0: mean, you have biblical, the you know, the world was created in this these seven days or six days, seven days rest. So it has
2: it but, has like, a, a meaning to it. Like,
1: outside but, of cultural reasons, there's, yeah, it has there's cultural no real reason. reason it has to be a specific way. Right. Is what I think Ray is right. referring to. Yeah. yeah, in the they natural world, nothing happens
0: every seven days. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure there are things that happen every seven days. There's probably a yeah. geyser somewhere <laughs> and somewhere out there. Caught like old fogey hat, <laughs> and it just explodes exactly. Like once not
0: only do you give us an example of a geyser, but you name it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the geyser again?
1: Fogie hat. Fogey hat.
2: <laughs> Foggy hat. His hat pops I'm up on sure the geysers. Old fogey
1: hat is, is like right on the dot, but it, I believe most of human civilization does not run on old fogey hat schedule. So I mean that's interesting. Why did we choose the seven days? And that's another like cultural uh, artifact, right? Mm-hmm. So then what would be a better calendar? I mean people talk about working four days out of, of you know four days a week, and three to, and having three days uh, off as a result. Uh, and that's like a thing that's being studied in some countries and has been implemented in some workplaces. Uh, would we want to live like with that as a calendar, right? Uh, or do we want to do away with 7 days as the base unit of measurement and do 8 or 10.
2: 10 Where seems heck, like a good. Why do you weeks at all? <laughs> I need 10 weeks in my week. 10 days in my week.
0: I think be there better. are calendars with 10 days and there are Okay, what? here's the deal. When I did what my are you research about stuff? Yeah, when I did my research on calendars. <laughs> you guys, she did the research. There are I did the research. Um, <laughs> there are so many calendars. There are many 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 calendars. And what I found was that there are seven-day calendars, eight-day calendars, and so on. Like, multiple... What's... I didn't... Let's see, the the Celtic calendar has an eight-day week, for example. I just think that's hmm. interesting. Where... Why? Why eight days? I didn't... Why not? That. But, you know, why not?
1: <laughs> you know, You're like, why seven?
0: <laughs> I thought that the Inuit, like, indigenous North American calendar was really interesting. They do... Uh, six to eight seasons because solar and lunar timekeeping methods don't work in the polar parts of the planet. And so you have these like really northern or really southern kinds of populations where a solar calendar or a lunar calendar isn't always easy for them. So the Inuit calendar reminds us that there are regions of the world where the sun doesn't function like it does for us closer to the equator I guess not that we're close to the equator in North America but it's just a reminder that some regions have like three hours of daylight and so counting days is really I mean they still have days but counting time time is experienced differently to them in some ways just because the sun light behaves differently does that make sense?
1: yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. if you live uh, in a world that is dark most of the time for large sections of the year, you're going to think about time a little bit differently. Because that's going to be a meaningful time difference to you, right? The difference in the time of the year where you can see things and the time of the year where you can't. (laughs) And with that, we're going to just stop right there for now, take a short break, and give you an opportunity to listen to our wonderful sponsors who have, I'm sure, the most beautiful and perfect and worthwhile goods and services. Enjoy!
0: Welcome to Ol' Hat, the smallest geyser in the world with the largest impact on humanity. It spits up every seven days to let the nearby villagers know that a new week has begun. It also causes various geological events on the last day of every month, such as January 31st and June 30th, it even obeys the laws of leap day, waiting one extra day every four years. Thanks to our sponsor, Baby Bowling Incorporated, we have new bleachers set up alongside the old fogey hat just outside Foggy hat resort so you can watch its weekly liter of water spit out ceremoniously to mark the week. We sell ponchos, but you won't need one. It's just a souvenir. See you next year at old Foggy hat resort.
1: Welcome back, Piffles. Ray, I'm going to ask you uh, to walk into something because I am actually really curious about this. And I this is, I will be honest, coming out of nowhere. If you were to design a calendar, Ray, what would be the days in it that would be important to you? Like, what times in the year would matter to you? How would you break up a year?
2: I guess it would depend... On where I am, because the seasons will have a part in making my calendar. I think that would play a part for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is a very really difficult question. I don't. I don't really feel like I'm equipped to create a calendar. Who does that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do right now, right here.
2: <laughs> I mean, the seasons seem to be like a good start.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to have months. I mean, I think months are important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you when think would about... you
0: start your year? Okay, maybe that's the first one, right? Because culturally, here where we are, you know, we I started might start on started... January.
2: Would it make sense to start on like the longest day of the year? And then...
0: Well, well you yeah, could.
2: You start on the coldest time?
0: Well, I mean, so the some coldest... people, they you
2: started on really January 1st. Right? Because coldest just... changes. There's no measurement of coldest. Sorry, Steph. I just want to clarify it's that. That's true. temperature. Yeah. I mean, I didn't every mean literally year. the
1: coldest yeah. day. I meant like the, the coldest time period, right? Do, do yeah. you save it for like the cold months? Is that when you want to start your year like we do today? I mean, in, in this hemisphere for the most part? Well, um,
2: if, if you're keeping track of the amount of time the sun is in the sky, I think that would be a way to do it. So the longest, so you check every single day and it does it yeah. has a cycle, right? So you assume on the day that it does turn the most sunny, you start their count by one, and then the rest yeah. you keep going until. So wait, what, what happens? The same. What
1: happens? How many years do you wait until you figured out <laughs> that the day is sunny enough <laughs> for you to officially start your calendar? It takes
2: many years to come up with the best calendar. It'll take like well, a few decades. It, it took
0: early humans probably years to figure it out, right? To think, yeah. oh, I've. It's gotten. Yeah, well, it's getting colder and colder. To, like, this is, heavens. you know, this we might completely
2: be, assume, yeah. that like it's just you know, that we're so lucky to, to, to be, have
1: it.
0: Yeah, but, but I, mean, I, I like
1: what your head was at. I mean, in terms of thinking about uh, the longest day of the year as a possible start, or or the shortest day of the year. I mean, those are meaningful things. Uh, is there another time that's more meaningful to you personally? What would you, if you were, if it was your optimal calendar, when would you want it to start?
2: My birthday is the first. There you day go.
1: Right. Yeah. That, absolutely. Uh, you know what? That's meaningful to you. If you wanted to start a calendar, the world sure. began
2: when I was born, and that's when the calendar started. And everything else is just a, you know, artifact.
0: <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's one way to think. About it. A lot of organizations and groups actually create their own calendars. This sounds like a funny thought experiment, but they do. So you're saying, yeah, oh, but- I would start with my birthday. Well, there are corporations that start their year on July 1st. There are universities that start on July 1st. The school year, academic year, that doesn't start yeah. on a specific day, but there is there is a you know three-week period when most schools start. So a lot of people are creating their own calendars and they still give a nod to the new year. You know, January 1st, you get a little social media post from your university. But really, the beginning of the school year or the beginning of the semester is a much bigger affair. So are calendars now becoming, are like multiple calendars becoming just as important as each other? The fiscal calendar, the academic calendar, the lunar calendar, you know, whatever it is. Are they all now kind of equal, depending on how, what industry you work in and who you are?
1: And how do the other ca- calendars around the world affect calendars here nowadays, right? I mean, how many things become move around in our year, like religious holidays or uh, like weeks of observance? They move around our year because they've been introduced by you know, other cultures that maybe have their own calendar that they, they follow.
0: But we also force them, right? So if yeah. Christmas falls on a Saturday, we're like, we are still taking a business day. Yeah, you still <laughs> That Monday no, is it's it's still going to be out.
1: All- <laughs> <laughs> that very specific year. <laughs> mm. It's interesting. You know, it, that's That's kind of what we're getting at. So, Steph, you haven't answered the question, though. When would you start the year?
0: So I'm not sure how I would start the year, but I would measure the year differently. And I think it's because I do a lot of business analytics and I see these businesses that measure their sales by the month and they're like, or by the quarter. And they say May's sales were better than June's sales, right? Or they say quarter one was better than quarter two. And this to me is super problematic from a mathematical standpoint because you're basically saying I can compare a 31 day month to a 28 day month. And somehow that's okay. And to me, that's just irrational. And it's the same with quarters. Quarters three and four have 92 days, but quarters one and two have 90 or 91 days. And so I, because, you know, you have leap year, so it could be one day off in quarter uh, one. But I don't understand why people still today do their business analytics by the quarter it doesn't make any mathematical sense to me at all. You're basically mm. saying... So you're
1: because there's a, a one-day difference between quarters sometimes. Well,
0: and that's a big deal because yeah. one day worth of sales could make a difference. It could add up to a lot, yeah. So you could be actually improving just a little bit from one quarter yeah. to the other, but it doesn't show because of the day difference, right? So to me, I, if I were to rearrange the calendar, there would have to be some sort of... Equality, it wouldn't be by quarter. It'd be, you know, I tell my clients, for example, you should be measuring your analytics in like four week chunks if you're going to do comparative analytics. So you're comparing 28 days to 28 days and you're not doing this weird, unfair, irrational math.
2: (laughs) Well, I guess it's like, you know, one could argue it's one or two extra days could be negligible, but I see the point too if it's a large organization that could still mean millions of.
0: It does Rev- it makes dollars a difference. in revenue. I mean, it, but it also makes a difference. So let's say that the months are the same; they both have thirty-one days, right? So you're saying, oh, I could I could compare October and December, but my problem with that is you might have more work days in one month than another. For example, more days that your store is open. So perhaps you have more Saturdays and Sundays in one month than another, even though they have the same amount of days. And that's why the 28-day comparison is so important to me because then you have the exact same number of week Tuesdays as you do Saturdays. So that's my problem with the calendar is it's, it's hard to measure business analytics. I mean, it's easy to measure business analytics if you do the four weeks, but yeah. our calendar is kind of weird that way where we – measure ourselves by months that are uneven and quarters that are uneven, how do we... Why do we do that?
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, it makes for uncomfortable... Uh, some uncomfortable math at the end of the year sometimes, especially since we have to adjust the year every four years. And then again, every, every thousand that's divided by yeah. <laughs> uh, 400... Uh, <laughs> It it makes it makes for interesting situations. Uh, that's why we've been talking about it today. It makes me think leper. In Hong leapling Kong, I think is cuter. I like leapling more.
2: Now there's Hong, anything. Of, no. in, if a inherent, person is born on the 29th of February in Hong Kong, uh, they their legal birthday becomes March 1st in common years since 1990. Whoa.
0: Like, they don't even count February 29th as a day.
2: They do, but in common years, it's March 1st, so I don't know what that means, technically.
0: Oh, I guess because if you have to celebrate your birthday, they say, okay, we'll all agree that if you're a leapling, you'll celebrate it on March 1st.
2: Yeah. It's
0: like an agreement.
1: <laughs> yeah, every relative
2: anniversary dist- will be on the 1st. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I've been a little bit distracted because I've been trying to think about... What I would change the calendar to, because I haven't answered yeah. my what own. What would
2: questions. you? What would you change?
1: When
0: would you start and, your year, and then what kind of a calendar would you have?
2: When would I start
1: the year? This is a—it's a tough question. On in like in all honesty, uh, I am tempted to do something like, "Oh, my parents' birthday," because it's a nice gesture. But then
2: you're it, gonna build a, cult a calendar on your parents' birthday <laughs> to like
1: just yeah. make a, the entire calendar that the world follows be around someone I know. <laughs> no obviously nothing wrong with it right so maybe maybe something interesting about the year right so i would make it sometime in the summer hmm. i think i think a, a new year's where you could go to the beach would be nice yeah, but then again maybe lie. that's the, the well, tropics in the southern hemisphere <laughs> that's what you do is you go to the beach that's true <laughs> but you could now do it then again the problem with that is the world, uh, it would around the world, it would kind of flip the situation. So, hmm, not really solving for that one.
0: That's why weather-based we calendars are really interesting, because it's true that weather's different everywhere. You know, they say, you could say, oh, I base it on a certain season, and then you think of, like, parts of California that don't even experience seasons. <laughs> I mean, they do in the calendar, but the weather's the same all year round. That's true. I was going to make mine a seasonal base. Like, I was thinking, oh, I'd start it in the spring because it would be the rebirth. That's also why January 1st, though, people have chosen because that's close to when the perihelion is, which this year was January 5th. But it's when the Earth is closest to the sun. Hmm. And so it just depends on. I mean, I guess so. That's astronomically based calendar hmm. but there's there are a lot of interesting calendars the pentacontad calendar i looked it up it was a mesopotamian calendar of seven periods of 50 days and so to make up that like leap day that we do they have a leap 15 to 16 days <laughs> so they do the 350 days seven times 50 and then they just have 15 or 16 days left over and they're like and we'll just add on these days <laughs>
1: Hey, more days to celebrate! And you can just make each one a holiday.
0: That's true. That's like the last—that's yeah. what we do anyway, right? Like the last two weeks yeah. of our year are really nobody works. They take all their vacation. There's like but I think Christmas, that's more just new because Year's. it's a
1: miserable time of the year. It's it's like, cold in the new northern <laughs> it's hemisphere cold anyway. And dark. Yeah, everyone's already slightly depressed, and then <laughs> ah, you get to put some lights up uh, and get some gifts, enjoy go. some hot cocoa, and look at the bright side of things. Commercialism. Which is another episode we should listen to. Oh, sure. And, and then you have the you Egyptian
0: calendar, which is they only have three seasons: the inundation, which I'm sure is, means a lot of rain, and then the growth, and then the harvest. So they inundate, grow, harvest, inundate. So it's grow, it's
2: harvest. the
1: Nile, the Nile calendar. Right.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. so that's true. The calendars were you know primarily based on growing seasons, which in turn is like the weather or the climate.
0: So if we were to change the calendar then, Ray, to a let's say we are now I don't know, we're now the an entrepreneurial culture and we're we're not so agricultural anymore, but we're more we're past you know, the technology is advancing cycles. or whatever. Business cycles.
1: You can base it on business cycles like, and what the, would you... the seasons are based on whatever regularity you see in the markets that would be <laughs> not tied to the actual seasons.
0: If it's a bull market, it's like a totally different year than if it's a bear market.
1: <laughs> or you could follow a, a cycle that's based on tech development and uh, right. whatever that, that cycle might be.
2: That'll be one confusing cycle. It would be. It really would be. Have to be something a little bit more,
1: it'd have to be something that's more predictable. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: humans right. have to sleep a certain amount and they need like basically a 24 hour period. Right. That's kind of the period they, they cycle biologically, I guess when you have a certain amount of sleep, yeah. a certain amount of wake. Right. So what if you change, what if you were now dealing with so much artificial intelligence, what would the cycle be? What would the cycle be for a day for artificial
1: intelligence?
2: No well, cycle at all. It's 24 Just hours. 24 hours are more based on,
1: 24 hours more based on but, uh,
2: Battery cycles, battery. They're like much the actual rotation
1: of, yeah. you know, that's... 24 hours are based on the actual, you know, rotation of the Earth, right? Because that's a day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's our more, based, that's is... more based on light. We no longer yeah. need, if anything, we no longer follow that cycle because we have light yeah. all the time. Right. So, if anything, that's... So, brings our biology is
0: based on that. Like, we've just evolved yeah. because...
1: Does the human body now work on a 24-hour cycle? It's possible that we work on some weird mixture of weekdays plus weekend off, right? I mean, how many people yeah. put all their sleep off until the weekend, or what followed whatever their work schedule is? So maybe our our bodies are no longer following the day cycle. So we maybe we should be adjusting our our calendars accordingly. It's it's there's a lot to, uh, keyed into the decisions that are made behind how we track time and it both affects how we think about our 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 days i mean thinking about a different form of calendar was so hard we have we barely come up with ideas but we've all, we've taken a lot from history right there's been a lot of different ways that it's been done and there's a lot of different ways we can think about our world and how change the way we think about our world by how we think about measuring time and as we talk about time it is now sadly time for us to end please dear listener continue listening Give us your comments, your your opinions, your love. And if you have any hate, constructive criticisms, also very much appreciated. And follow us on all the socials. We are available on uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and we have our own website. You, you can find us on SoundCloud, listen to us everywhere, listen to our sister podcast, Health Unchained. And have a most lovely night. And as always,
2: stay crazy.